Hello and welcome to Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. Peace of No Mind. We back, we back, we back for another installment of Peace of No Mind. You're here with Ray Tano. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, hit me up at Peace of No Mind. On Instagram, that's Peace of No Mind Show. So just make sure you stay active. Peace of No Mind. Yo, 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 you're back. And I'm joined by Fatima. Fatima Timbo, yeah? Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say your whole government name, yo? I don't mind. I don't mind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Fats, in fact. That's what most people call me. Mad. See, look at me fasting myself up. It's just getting too comfortable. Like, it's, just, it's just how we do. It's how we do over here. But man, I'm glad that you're here because we got some banging stories to tell. We got an inspirational journey. But let's not talk too much. How has your week been, though, Fats? My week so far has been quite busy, but you know, I'm 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 living, I'm doing I'm doing my thing, and I've got so many things coming up as well. So, jeez, I, I, I did see you leave your job recently, no? Yeah, I did. Did two years of uni. Um, I study accounting and finance. I thought to myself, let me do one year placement so when I leave uni I've got one year's experience plus a degree so that gives me an extra edge compared to other students so I've done the one year placement and now I'm going back to uni in a month this year has probably been one of the best years because I I was able to work make money whilst like you know working on Instagram you know posting my stuff and working on Insta and just getting your Insta famous up right I guess. <laughs> <laughs> As she sips tea, legitly, like. But Doug, like, literally, like, I've come back from, what, Croatia. So for those of you who know, like, do you, have you ever heard of Outlook Festival? No. Okay, you just killed that one. I'm but no. Nah. I'm not about festival life. Festival. I don't want to get trampled on. You nah, know what I mean? Can't be in festivals out here. I need some security. No, listen, <laughs> and talking of security and finance, listen to this. You would probably be like, nah, uh, this is your fault. So I'm, I'm coming back from Outlook now. Like, I've, I've had like a banging trip. Mm-hmm. And on the last night, like, we were meant to catch a coach at like five in the morning. So already, we, no one's impressed. Like five in the morning, we've been out at a festival all week. And uh, one of my- f- tired. Ta- uh, tired. I was just, it is an understatement. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's just say it's like withered. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> nah, 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 don't, don't, don't. Like, my mum may be listening. <laughs> nah, so but look, like, hear this. One of, one of my friends was like, yo, well, I want McDonald's. And this is like at one in the morning. We got like a coach to catch four hours later. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. What, what are we going to do? She's like, we'll just call a taxi. We'll get us dropped to McDonald's. So we jumped in his cab. McDonald's was shut. So we ended up getting a kebab. And then he was like, oh, yeah, you're 10 kuna short. And 10 kuna short from dropping us back home. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me just get money out the cash machine. Boom, boom, bap. Get back to our house. And out of nowhere, we get a phone call off the number that had just dropped us. And he was like, oh, yeah, your friend's left his wallet in the car. I was like... Oh man, what a ni- what a nice guy! Like he, I've left my wallet in the car, and he's there. Like yo, let, like, let me call them back, and I'll drop it to them. He's like, you know what? I won't drop it now. You guys are basically catching a coach at like five in the morning, so I'll just send someone else to come pick you up, and I'll give him your wallet. I'm like, this guy, man, like he deserves an Sounds award. So I give him boom, boom, boom. We've we've fallen asleep, woken up at like three o'clock, three four o'clock, and another cab company's come and collected us 
And I've sent my friend out there first to just quickly check if my wallet was there. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh yeah, yeah, his wallet's there. But if anything's gone missing, it was not me. Listen, if anyone in life tells you that line, if anything's gone missing and it wasn't me, you're a scumbag because there's something behind the scenes that you're not letting someone know. It's true. So I'm there smiling, smiling, like grabbed our wallet in the coach station, have a banging rest of the day. We get back to like Venice, spend the day in Venice. We're living sick. Get back to London now. And one of my friends, I owed them a bit of money. And I was like, yeah, I'll just transfer that over. Open up my NatWest app. And I'm thinking, 51 pound dominoes. I was like, what, me? That wasn't me. Yeah, you know when you know if you ate dominoes yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm looking up another company called Cocoza Lifestyle. I'm like, hold you on, who, who's Cocoza Lifestyle? Search them, some fashion rebore ASOS website. Mm-hmm. 61 pounds. Another um, payment, Cocoza Lifestyle, 81 pounds. And I'm like, this is fraud. This is fraud. Turns out that nice guy cab driver had went to town on my card ordering Domino's, some Croatian gear. I got frauded for over 200 pounds now. NatWest has given it back. Okay, okay, okay. At least Nat- NatWest gave it back. But they, they did. He, they, he took the mix. What would first. you say the moral of my story should be like? Is that is that my fault? Um... Just look after your things, especially your wallet. But I can't say nothing because I left my um, card in a club in America once. And then the manager went up to my dad. He was like, you're Timbo. You Timbo, right? He was like, yeah, I'm Timbo. And then he gave the card to, he gave my card to my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad gave me those, he, <laughs> he gave me look. those angry eyes. He was like, you're, you're in a different country. You want to be, you know, dropping your cards everywhere and doing all sorts. Mad. I was like, Dad, they found it. No one spent on it. Don't worry. It's nah, fine. you know what? That he's good. There are good people that exist in the world. Yeah. This guy that said, "Don't worry, if anything's gone missing, it wasn't me." He yeah. is suspect number one, and he just proved why you just need to be vigilant with your finances, man. That's true. Especially overseas, like people know when you're a tourist, and it's like, nah, nah, not today, son. But hey, I feel like they might have just been like, "Yo, Raymond, nice finance story," but who have you got right here? <laughs> Who have you got right here? So, Fatima, before we give them any more information, because you're on peace with no mind and it's only natural that I ask you this very important question. Okay. What is a peace of mind to you? A peace of mind for me, in my opinion, is being able to be free. Also doing what you want without caring about what people think. Because in a way, I feel like I do what I want and people have an opinion about it. (laughs) Like I'm just doing me. So that's my peace of mind. I think making decisions basically about your morals and your values, you know, I don't really care about what people think of me. Like, I guess only my family, I would, but not anyone else. Me being able to walk around and having people stare at me and not caring that's mm. my peace of mind most people wouldn't be able to go through that no that was beautiful man and Thanks. that's that is your peace of mind so fats could you just tell us a bit about yourself in general uh well my name is fatima timbo as you already know i'm from the east end east end, east end. yeah i'm 21 i'm just doing my thing i have a condition called achondroplasia which is a type of dwarfism most people would well not even most people everyone that sees me always remembers me because 
I'm probably the shortest person you'll ever meet. But I don't <laughs> let I don't let that bring me down, literally. So No, I was so. thought you were gonna say like most people who remember me because I'm sick of hell. I'm yeah. sick of hell. Well that too, that too. Yeah. I'm cool. Like I, I I guess I bring um when I come in the room I just bring a warmth and I make everyone feel welcome and I just I don't judge people on what they look like because I've always been judged on what I look like I guess when I meet someone I look into their eyes and I just try to get to know them for who they are not what they look like and I think people recognize that in me and that's why they are drawn towards me so and would you say in particular like you develop strategies for a peace of mind i developed strategies yeah for sure because in a way when i was younger i wasn't able to cope with the stresses of being small and having people bully me but now i'm able to cope with it i've created ways of dealing with people such as if people stare at me i'm not really looking at my surroundings i'm focusing on what i'm doing i don't focus on what people are doing around me i focus on me because mm. It is my world. That's how I see Jeez. it. It's you my world. exist in my world. Yeah, you exist in my world. I, like that. I just happen to be small. That's it. Mad. That's how I see it. Like, you know, if I focus on what people are doing around me, then I'll be a sad person. And that's not why I am. I'm nah. a sick person. I'm Bubbly a happy person. Full of life. Yeah. You let them know. Yeah. So could you tell me the condition is called? Achondroplasia, but it's Acon for short. Acon. How, how tall are you now? Four feet four feet yeah okay and at what point let's say did you realize that all right compared to some of maybe the people that I've, I've seen around me um I might not fit what they would assume as the norms for them um I guess from the age of to be honest all my life because my brother he's he's nine months younger than me and he's always been taller than me and i always wondered why is my younger brother taller than me everyone's younger siblings are like smaller than them and me i would always have to go to the hospital because i would have to like get checkups and things like that because my my condition it involves like medical complications sometimes and all my other siblings wouldn't have to go to the hospital so i knew that like from a young age that I was different from everyone else. Yeah. My parents would always have to help me with different things. My siblings would always have to help me, you know, reach things because I was so tiny. You and know? Yeah. so you were saying stuff like it comes with maybe medical conditions. What what sort of medical conditions can it sometimes exacerbate? So with my condition i have problems with my ears so i have like fluid in my brain like a lot of fluid i don't know why so that kind of goes in my ears and then it kind of messes up with my eardrums so when i was younger i had to have operations to get grommets in and grommets would improve my hearing what's a grommet it's just some little device thing in my ear and mm-hmm. it'll just help improve my hearing okay that's all i know really what's your yeah she's like i was just told it was a <laughs> it grommet was just told, yeah, I, was just told. I needed this grommet like, i needed it like yeah. you know like i would have to have hearing tests because when i was younger i could barely hear anything how about now because i'm sure like now it's just improved okay. I, I guess i guess over time it's just improved mm-hmm. you know i still have small small problems with it but not as bad as it was before because i think when maybe when i was younger i had more fluid in my brain taking it back to maybe earlier stages you're saying you're from east london yo did you go primary school in east yeah i did okay and and what... i went secondary school in east in but east? i went college in essex in Essex, yeah. hey, Haven or somewhere. Yeah. See, I just know. Like, I just you know? Because yeah, I've been watching you, girl. Oh, no, <laughs> that's like the super creepy. I haven't been watching. I like mm-hmm. Haven seems to be that 
college yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone in their nan goes there but yeah so what in what primary school days were kids like oblivious to the fact how how did you find that other children treated you i guess obviously over time kids would get used to me mm. because it's it's nothing else you can really do like yeah. i'm there <laughs> I exist, <laughs> get, used, you know. get used to me and um there'll be certain like bullies that would just pick on me but in primary school it wasn't it wasn't like that bad. I don't have the worst memories. And secondary school was like the worst because yeah, like in primary school it was cool. Like I, I didn't mind it. Like I made great friends and I there was this um class. I think it was for special people. So, you know, people with disabilities they would have to go to that class and I felt like I got the right attention there. So they 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 treated me well in primary school. And in secondary school the teachers did treat me well. It was just the students i think at that age like between like the age of like 11 to 13 14 like okay i guess kids are very 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 no, immature there's more than that we're sour and so i have the best memories there and i have the worst memories there so and you I got guess, like a strong set of girls you did know, you meet them at school or was no it... i didn't meet them in school i okay. met them to be honest most of my bestest friends they're from on the street like just on the street like my best go... friend i met i met her through a street party oh yeah and we just stayed in contact oh and man that was it and then the rest is history the rest literally is history, like mad mad literally. so throughout that whole time let's say secondary school and uh, obviously maybe a bit of college how did you find your confidence was to go out into the world and tackle it um I think it started outside of college because I guess from from secondary school to college times, I wasn't confident at all. I didn't want to do much. As much as I'm doing now, I would mm. never think I would be doing all of this. Doing all of this. Oh, my God. The, way, the things people would say to me in school, like, it would, it, they were quite horrible. A couple people were excluded as mm. well because, me, I wasn't scared to speak up. It was just the fact that they would actually do it. Like, there was this one boy who would say horrible things to me like you're ugly or a midget or this or that every single day and i told the teachers and he got excluded so my school was very like good in dealing with dealing with yeah, it yeah they were very good at it in college i didn't really make that much friends mm. i felt alone i think people misunderstood me that's why i was probably alone and then uni um i've made quite a few friends in uni mm. i think i opened up to people that's why i probably made friends because in college i didn't at all and in secondary school i did yeah. but it was just the immature kids that yeah. would annoy me and you know what like they always say in terms of people who you surround yourself by or people who are attracted into your life anyone who doesn't vibe with your natural kind of energy like you don't need to force anything out here like it's we're true. not I, I shouldn't be here trying to convince you like that knowing me could yeah, be a me, good thing me, for I all of us. Like, you don't I, need to force it. Like that's why in college I didn't bother. I was just like, listen, I'm not forcing nothing with these people. If if you want to be my friend, I'll be your Come, friend. So I mean, isn't it like the good, real recognize? I hate that real recognize, but good people or good energies recognize good energy. Yeah. And you never need to justify your existence to anyone who's like, oh, what are you doing here? And you don't need to change anyway no, to just be like, yo, can I be your friend? Because people are fleeting, like opinions and things like that. They come and they go. So if you're yeah. always just authentic in yourself no matter where you are mm -hmm. like you're only going to bring in the best people and then they're the ones yeah. that stay and that have your back that's the ones i've found so yeah i'm happy jeez I'm so happy in terms of practicality elements of it obviously how tall did you say you were four feet four foot what would you say some of the daily tasks or activities that some people might take for granted that Just you might experience things 
like I have to ask people to be there to be my arm. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, could you be my arm? And could you help me reach um, this? Especially in Tesco. Yeah, always, I'm always getting that meal deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the best stuff always the at the top. <laughs> so the annoying. And then when they leave the store around, yeah. I don't care to just jump on it and uh, get my stuff. Listen, that's I need to get my stuff. So the workers are looking at me like sideways. I'm like, come on. Come on. I'm trying to get my prawn sandwich. Come on. What's the sandwich, by the way? Prawn sandwich. Hey, I'm actually you're sick. Right. Like, wow. Uh, no, but prawn was super yeah, underrated. Yeah, and the fruits and the fruit salad. Fruit salad. And then I like to get the smoothie because you know you, you, look, little... you have to get that deal. You have to get your money. Yes. It's two pounds. Yes. Um, well, it's yes. two pounds. Yes. Forty for now. Get your money's worth. Get your money's worth. Of like course. it's weird because sometimes people end up picking between like things that they actually enjoy or things that they think are value items. Mildew. See, I don't, I don't even know how we swerved onto Mildew, but like, I'm... say you were in Tesco. Would you ask someone? I would ask them. I have no qualms. You have no qualms saying it. Uh, what if someone says to you, do you need help? Is that, how do you feel I about that? I don't mind. Thank you very much for asking me. Because <laughs> I do. You, <laughs> I do. <laughs> help uh, me, please. Mad, mad, so, mad. Usually as well, like, I do get back pain. Mm. My, my spine is curved. For what reason? I don't know. But um, it causes back pain. And then when I'm on public transport, I'm just hoping someone asks me to, you to sit. Suit? Yeah. And I'm like, that's music to my ears. Yeah. I don't mind. Or... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, well, if you're offering. Yeah. So I'm just, no, I don't ask. I don't like, I don't want to seem like I'm entitled. Yeah. But, you know. No, when... but I it, see, I, I get what you mean by asking, but there are savages in this life. And when I say savages, I'm talking like that will see someone in need and then like divert yeah. their eye like their eye yeah. contact to anywhere that isn't this child this elderly lady this someone who, who might actually benefit from that seat because people also feel entitled too I've had discussions with someone who's like listen I pay the exact same as anyone else to get on that train so if I get a seat then I'm getting a seat and I'm like that's a savage mentality but you sir I can't disagree with it <laughs> I was like I can't disagree with it how do you find like accessibility maybe more in London like is it, do you feel like things have advanced to a point where nowadays like that you don't feel like there's too many obstacles or is it every day something new you notice or to be honest if there's an obstacle I'll, I'll find a solution hey. that's me I don't yeah. I don't cry about it like just get over, get over it. it get on with it just get on with it like if there's an if there's a new obstacle mm. well let's find a solution for let's this find a solution <laughs> yeah that's what i do so and that, that that mentality like has that been ingrained young age like, has yeah. your family like yeah. instilled that yeah. in you because my, my parents they're both tall they're not no, no one's small in my family mm. i'm the only one so they've treated me like anyone else so i guess them not complaining that i'm small and me just getting on with it i've just you know it dealt with you it. to never feel like no like yeah. there, there shouldn't be a height to what i can reach yeah because right? my house isn't adjusted for okay. me whatsoever so i've just been so used to finding obstacles. ways yeah if there's something that's really high in my house i'm gonna have to write like <laughs> i'm gonna have to go on the stool jump on the table yeah. open the thing and then yeah. reach for it yeah you See, know this is the thing i'd like say sometimes people take for granted things that other people might not actually be able to do as easily as us yeah so i became a bit like cold i had a cold and flu like a week or two ago and i'm not like this isn't a comparison thing at all but it was just like yo how how did it feel to breathe how did i take that for granted so as soon as your your nose frees up i know you're like you're here yes. like ah now now i know what 
I can appreciate. And it's yeah. those little things and finding value in absolutely everything. It's true. We were talking in the first half about kind of the initial journey and sometimes some of the difficulties and the obstacles that you face, mm-hmm. but how you started to maneuver your way out of that and overcome that. So when I first noticed some of the movements you were making, it was from a campaign called the Disgusted Campaign. But I don't know, I can't speak for your journey. Was that the first taste of... That wasn't the first one. I think the well, not not even I think. First one was by a clothing brand called Nunu, and the campaign was called a self love campaign. I saw an ad on my explore page asking for like people with dwarfism, people with alopecia, people with um, albinism, like all sorts, and I was thinking me. They're asking about me. Who? Me? <laughs> me? I've got autism. Nobody's asked about me. I'm going to contact them. I'm going to email them. So I emailed them. And then um, next thing you know, they invited me down for a casting call. And um, I went to the casting call. I saw so many different girls there, but there was no one else like me. So I was a bit worried at the same time because I was thinking, you know, I'm the only one with autism. Even though they asked, I was still, I still had that self-doubt. So when I was called in, and there was four people at the panel and they were just asking, about you know my my confidence and things like that even though I wasn't there yet I was still acting like I was so at that moment there like when you went for it you still wasn't like beaming with self-esteem yeah in inside in, internally but, but in, on the external external I was like yeah there. I would love to do this you know <laughs> I've never done a campaign before but I'd love to do it you know I'm up for it blah 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 you know and then I received the email from them a couple of days later saying you know I would, we would love for you to do the campaign and I was so excited I was like oh my god my first ever campaign Re- they really want me oh my gosh I was, I was just feeling all sorts of emotions and I did the campaign it was like the most amazing thing ever I saw so many women of all walks of life it was just an amazing thing to be a part of and I'm so glad they gave me that opportunity because it gave me the confidence to be a part of different campaigns be a part of different fashion shows and that was where you did you accelerate into the disgusted campaign was yeah it? yeah and what so, was that campaign about as well that campaign was similar to a new nude campaign mm-hmm. it was just mainly about just loving yourself for what you are and you know involving plus-size women involving people like me involving um skinny women literally all sorts so i'm just happy that i'm able to like make a change and able to be involved in different campaigns so that the next person can be involved and think that they can do it because most of the time most people's obstacles are themselves before they even think that they can well before they even like try something new they already tell themselves that they can't do it and that's already an obstacle in them and it's created yeah they've already yeah they've created a barrier for themselves and if they see other people you know get involved in campaigns and modeling then they can say yeah i can do it too if she done it i can do it too doing it for other people with visible differences or disabilities or self-confidence issues i'm just i feel like if people see someone like me who's small i go through loads of difficulties in my day-to-day life and they see they see me as probably like an inspiration and i guess in a way they can you know look to me as someone that can Jeez. multiple <laughs> yeah. gunshots in the you air know what and I'm mean? talking like, like not physical <laughs> they, can, they can do it themselves if someone like me can do it Jeez. like they can do it themselves no you're sick you're sick but you know what one of your biggest gigs and you know what I tried to watch the episode when I was out in Croatia when I knew I was interviewing you oh is it I, I did but then I realised that Channel 4 doesn't work in Croatia like, I should have yeah. I should have known better but I did watch uh, this morning interview okay. um, but I don't like what, what happened because you were actually 
actually featured on The Undateables, right? Mm -hmm. was, was it th this, se this series or last series? Or? Last series. Co the current season now is season nine and I was in season eight. So they contacted me via... Um, Instagram. Did they did they literally just hit you up? So you had you didn't fill out an application, nothing. They just hit you up. Yep, pretty okay. much. They hit me up. At first, I had like mixed emotions. I was thinking, like, I do watch this show. I'm a big fan of this show, but you know, I don't want to send out the message that I'm undateable. Mm. So I declined their offer. And then I think two months later, um, I was just thinking to myself, like, undateable Channel Four, really, Fatima? Like, <laughs> are you gonna get an opportunity like that, like that, like that again? Is it paid? It's not paid. No, no it's not paid. Got... It's because it's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. They said that if they paid, then it's like almost... Oh, they're manipulating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Reality fair, TV fair, show fair, is paid. Yeah, yeah. This ain't Love Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but documentaries are, are not paid. Well, well, apparently that's what they said. So <laughs> that's what I, they told me. That's, that's what, what they, they made me. me sign in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I didn't mind because I, I obviously I... I was thinking to myself, trying to inspire people, okay, trying to so get paid, yeah, paid. It's not about paid, it's, it's more not, about... It's more about the message that I'm trying to send yeah. to other people. It's not about be a celebrity or something. And so, how, how did yeah. that process actually work? So you're, you're on Undateables and what, what happens then? Is it literally like, all right, cool, next week you've got a yeah, date? Yeah, so, I contacted, so <laughs> when I like... contacted them saying, yeah, I changed my mind, I would love to be a part of the show, they started filming with me straight away. What the came to week. your family home? Yep. Yeah. In your whole family kitchen. I told my dad. Kitchen. I told my dad. I was like, everyone in my family is saying, no, Fatima, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, you're not undateable. Don't send out the message that you're undateable. And when I when I told them that I changed my mind and the reasons, they kind of understood because in a way, I'm not going to be known as undateable forever, am I? It's like, it's one of those things where the title is undateable and then they take out the un. Mm, and, so, that's what, and, and even the, the, the title in itself is, is how much power you give to that because... The undateables isn't necessarily the people who are on it. Yeah. It might necessarily be a situation or how society perceives them. Yeah, that doesn't mean that the, the person is, itself yeah. is undateable. And yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought about it more and it's not, it'll be a bit, yeah, it'll be a bit ignorant if I just was like, no, I don't like the name. But if it was a simple name like, oh, people with disabilities dating, <laughs> who's who's going to watch that? Who's going to be interested? No, so there's a I whole guess... marketing team that were involved in that. Like, they're just like, no, 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 this can't, this, there has to have a ring to it. I know, I know. So when I when I told my family, you know, I'm going to do it, I don't really care about you guys' opinion. Well, I didn't say it like that, but <laughs> I, do I was what like, I want. I'm going to do hey, it. No, nah, I do what I I'm want. I'm going to do it <laughs> and I'm going to see what happens. You know, there's no point me saying no to something if i don't know what the results are going to be you know as, yeah. at least i've tried and my sister she wasn't happy at all she's like i'm not happy about this blah, blah blah she was the most um upset about it but i was like listen i'm not i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna see what happens so we started filming i think we filmed over like eight times eight um, times and over what course of like was it a month over eight weeks because we did because we did it every week was it eight dates or just the one date that they tried it was to... one it was one date okay. so they it was mainly focused on me and my hobbies and my likes and my values my family what i love to do so like fashion they filmed me shopping in westfield uh, and, what westfield stratford yeah okay. yeah i'm always in there so it was like <laughs> it was easy i was just like yeah. i like this yeah. i like that and i was trying on different clothes it was so cool you know i was in my element were and, your was your family in it as well yeah they my were dad happy was. to take oh, just yeah. your dad no no everyone was okay. in it but my dad was in it mostly you know okay. he was there when they told me that i had a day and my okay. dad was like oh i'm so emotional <laughs> <laughs> what, did, he, did he stage that or was he legit like at the yeah, time yeah he was he was because yeah. like yeah. I, I don't bring a guy like i don't yeah. bring guys home like my dad's quite a liberal dad. Oh, is he? Where like, are you from, by the way? Sierra Leone. Are you Sierra Leone? 
Yeah. Okay, Sierra Leonean. Sierra Leonean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I was going to say that. I was like, let me not trick myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Sierra Leonean. Yeah. Channel 4, do they surprise you at that time? Like, all right, you've got a date or is it more they actually along? They do surprise you because they, surprise they you. told me that they're filming just to like, I don't know, they just wanted to film me and my dad um, having a conversation mm -hmm. about how proud he is of me, blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And they literally just called me out of the blue. But the thing is, yeah, I was like, listen, I want to turn my phone off. We're filming right now. They're like, turn your phone off. Why would you want to do that? And I was like, well, Oh, I'm filming and I left it on and then someone was calling me and I was, <laughs> I was ignoring and it was like listen it's fine to pick up it's fine to pick up and it was the dating lady and I was like oh. I was like oh my god I've never been tricked like that before <laughs> <laughs> these tricksters I was like what these guys tricked me but um, yeah I went on the date with the guy his name was David he was from France he's from France he's from France oh, yeah he was cool David <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> me, me and my brother French. I was trying to speak French when I was with him, yeah. and it was it just went it just went down like downhill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, how was it? Was it vibes? Because I need to watch the episode. You're probably like killing it for everyone who wants to watch it. But yeah, how, how was um, it? It was cool. It was yeah. cool. But it's just I don't think there was a spark there, okay. so we didn't contact each other afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So. so then you you were saying as well like the reason why Undateables as a title isn't something that you wanted to be on is because people actually reach out to you on a on a daily basis for your Instagrams. No, <laughs> you're getting. Boy. Guys, dropping in the DMs. <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> dropping in the DMs, yeah. Honestly, my DMs are just flooded right now. But me, I, I just, I don't stay on my phone like that. Yeah. Like, I can't consistently be texting. Like, me, I like phone calls. And there's a certain amount of hours mm. in a day. I'm busy half the time, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you better stay there. And you were saying <laughs> some, some of these, like, are perverse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Send some, it out. Some the wrong have, messages. have real fantasies about little women, you know, and it's crazy. No, they share it to me, and I'm funny. just like, it's not, it's not I'm funny. just like, why don't you know my? Why don't you want to know my name? You yeah, know, don't tell me. Don't Send show me. me don't show me what I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to see it. I don't need to know. Uh, okay, keep that. Keep that. Keep you know, that what pick. about what? What's your middle name? You know, <laughs> you know, just straight up pick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you expect me to fall in love. Yeah. Or what? <laughs> First sight, you, you see. Know. <laughs> no, man. And again, like you want someone to understand uh, yeah. who you are. You don't want to like. I'm a bit anti. Not anti. I'm just you know the online dating stuff. Um, it's, it's each their own, really. But sometimes mm -hmm. it's best to meet someone in person and be like, yo, yeah. or you bang. I've given like, up with sick. that. That's just yeah. yeah that's down mm. the drain. To be honest, yeah. I'd rather just meet you in person. And you went on like ITV and like how did how did the undateables kind of change your trajectory or change your, your your path? What happened after that show? Like, did you start? gaining a small following or um, like what I, happened? loads and loads and loads and loads of people recognized me afterwards it just kind of gave me that platform that i needed in a mm -hmm. way you know loads of people started asking me questions and i guess that what people were intrigued by me so that was a good thing because at least then people aren't ignorant straight away because most people are if they don't know about me mm. or if they haven't seen my condition before they're just you know straight away they just attack mm. so i think at least now it's given awareness to my condition 100 so. and people are people are just ignorant what to what they don't know and it yeah. takes only a few people to ask those questions yeah and what you find a lot of the time is when someone else asks the question that someone's been thinking it's like oh, like i'm so glad that you did that because i didn't know the way that i was going to ask that question i didn't know how i was going to expand my horizon yeah and not everyone is capable of being in situations where it's like all right cool i understand that 
And now I'm going to be a benefit to myself by learning more mm -hmm. and to society by treating people in the right way. Yeah. Some will just stay ignorant for life, but I definitely think we're in a, a good time for education and for change and for people embracing Great. just understanding a new a new new way of understanding. So after Undateables, like has the next campaign flourished from there or have you had any kind of gigs from I guess getting involved in other people's campaigns mm -hmm. has help so like with the disgusted campaign mm -hmm. with the yes initiative what's the yes initiative a lady called i completely forgot her name she's gonna hate you <laughs> gonna hate me. <laughs> i have her on instagram like uh, her name is not coming to me now i don't know but why you'll tag her in something after this i'll right? tag her in something <laughs> for sure uh. but um yeah it was it's similar to the disgusted disgusted campaign and the yeah. self-love campaign it was just mm -hmm. me doing a photo shoot with different people different people of walks of life and that's the kind of campaigns that i want to get involved in i don't want to get in get involved in things that are demeaning yeah things, things that, that are, are demeaning yeah. things that are you know are not expressing potentially your your, your, your true nature and yeah the best yeah, way exactly could, exactly which so is, yeah. i just want to show people that you can be a model whatever shape size you are and it's time for a change Jeez. you know time it's time for, for a change like it's it's like right now it's like a trend only recently now brands have been showing people with stretch marks like people haven't had stretch marks for years from, from time in it from no, like, there is there's a, there's a, a, a like rolling misguided i'm not trying to motion. i'm not trying to at them but it's great that they're showing different sorts of models and things mm -hmm. like that but new nude have been doing it for from the beginning so mm. so miss misguided like should... if you need a new model yeah hit I'm, up here. Fats. I'm here in fact forget misguided for a minute yo louis vuitton tommy hilfiger <laughs> tommy... you know tommy hilfiger they had a model who is in wheelchair oh uh, yeah so I that saw, was amazing i saw a campaign was it with top river island or they, the river island are yeah. doing bits yeah. at the minute for, yeah, for diversity um, but I was going to say, because what a lot of people probably don't know about you is that you love to bruck down and you shake know, your leg. You, know, you like to shake you know her me. leg. I'm not a dancer, but I like to dance. Hey, you know what nah, I mean? She says she's not a dancer, but guys, if you hit up her <laughs> insert, which we'll share at the end, she'd be doing bits. And most recently, like what what was the music video, and how, how did that? How did you get involved? Well, in let that? me start from the beginning. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it started from. So last month I went on holiday to Florida, and I think it was the second to last day of my holiday. And I thought to myself, I haven't done a video of me dancing. Like I I love dancing. Like let me just show my followers that you know I like to dance. So I asked my cousin to film me dancing by the pool. I was dancing to a Congolese song and it's like a challenge so I thought to myself let me just do the challenge whatever and I filmed it well she filmed it and then um, I watched it over I was like oh I don't like this video I'm not a fan like I'm not gonna post this got back home I think it was like five days after my trip I just thought to myself listen how am I supposed to be an inspiration for people if I can't inspire myself so I just thought let me just post it and see what happens um I posted it and it blew up 
like I think two days later, Michael Blacks Blackson. Um, Michael Blackson, who's like he's just like a, a he's a comedian he's apparently. Quite, I didn't know about him before yeah. he posted me. So yeah, so he posted me, and I was thinking, who is this Michael Blackson who has three million point two million? What a name! Though. Yeah, I know Michael Blackson. So yeah. I was just like, who is this? Who is this person? Like trying to. I don't know. He was. He made a silly joke, like saying, "Oh, I'm Kevin Hart's sister." I was like, "I don't appreciate the joke, but mm. thanks for the followers." <laughs> so he yeah, because you said followers-wise, like you went bed one night. Yeah. With so how many followers? I think that time I had six six thousand, and then it went up to nine k. I think. And just what one one dream, one one night sleep, you woke up later. And it was like 9k. Yeah, what, yeah, three, pretty four much. Thousand followers. It was growing. It was growing every second. Every <laughs> second. I was seeing uh, 20, 20 followers, five comments, all sorts, every second. I was just like, oh my God, this is from me just dancing by the pool on holiday. Yeah. What the hell? And then before this, Shocker, the artist, asked me to be involved in his self-love video shoot. So I was getting ready to see, to, well, to go to a shoot. Went to a shoot and, yeah, I was just dancing, shook a leg, you know. <laughs> did it. Did it uh, rock did it, it down. Rock it down did it, <laughs> in his music video. And then after the shoot, I said to him, um, you know, obviously this video is blown up and loads of people are asking me to dance to the videos. I might as well just promote your song. So... They played the song again and then they left the lights on for me and I was just dancing and the assistant director recorded it for me. Everyone that has to record has to sit on their bum and do, do it from a low angle. So it's a struggle. I'm not going to lie. So she did it. It was one take. I, I like when I saw the video afterwards, I was like, oh, I didn't stick in my stomach. Oh, this, that. I was so critical of myself. But I thought to myself, no, And I I'm told not gonna... you, your mind, your mind loves the loves the critical, <laughs> like loves to pick, pick, pick. Like, honestly. Human, human mind's just Honestly. Imagine. So, yeah. So when I posted that, Michael Blackson reposted it again. Look at, he's, he's an active guy. He's, he's, he is. He's <laughs> a big side of me. Snow. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you, like, what do you want from what me? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then after, shortly after that, Snoop Dogg, Whoa, 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 whoa. Snoop. Snoop and I was just like, wow, mad. this is this is crazy. So, and he's got like 24, like million, 27. 27 million, million followers. Yeah, followers. So I was just a bit taken back by that because I was like, a whole me. A whole me. <laughs> got a repost from Snoopy. Who, from like, Snoopy. Everyone, everyone was like so shocked by it because they were like oh my god this is shocker song like shocker songs in the background thank you so much fatima you know like i did big things for shocker and i i feel like honestly no you just like like fair enough you've done big things for shocker but more so for yourself yeah for what your leverage well. and where you where you can go like yeah that's just so open it's up brought, a... it's brought my followers up to at this moment in time right mm. now 14.4k so cool and where where can people find you if they want to follow and maybe add to that count <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Fats Timbo F A T S T I M B O on Instagram, and you can snap me as well. I reply to everyone on Instagram. So She's Fatima Timbo Nine F A T I M A T I M B O number nine. On nice. Snapchat, you're still at the reply stage, so she's not super bougie yet. Like, yeah, wait, not, wait for the day to come in. You know, they're just like, nah. Oh my god, what soon it will get there because honestly, the Snapchats are just overwhelming sometimes. Like, yeah. it's not to be rude or anything. I now understand why celebrities don't reply because they're like, busy. Yeah, and can you imagine people messaging them all the time? And the thing is, people expect replies. It's true. No, you take it kind of personally. Like when you reach out to someone and you're like, you don't even open it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, whoa, like, well, I buy your album again. <laughs> and is that 
<laughs> so, yeah, that's petty. You like, can't take you can't, your part. Yeah, you, you, you but can't. it's hard to see someone else's situation. So that's that's where it's like perspective taking. Like I might think, take that as some super personal ish. Like you did not. But to them, it's like, do you know how busy I am? I'm plagued with other things, that like anxiety. I've got like an album deadline. Like the least of my worries is I didn't respond to Raymond <laughs> from Northwest London. Like, but you, it's hard to like put it into perspective and yeah. realise that, you know, people have lives and sometimes if they can, yeah, they will. Yeah, 100% understand out. like, wow. So so what what is the future plans for Fats Timbo? Like, because you're telling me you've got another year at uni though. Yeah, I Dissertation do. I just, I just need to get it out of the way. It's, it's like, it's like a it. <laughs> But, that uh, won't leave yeah, me alone yeah 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 because yeah. once i get that degree my parents can leave me alone <laughs> they can stop uh, saying oh i'm going to uni go away now yeah. i've got it now yeah here gone. you go let me live my life okay? <laughs> let me let me twerk for snoop Dogg. you know what i mean <laughs> let me start twerking for snoop Dogg after this because i deserve it uh, after this degree this, mama after uh, this degree no, so that's sick that's sick that's at least sick. now i've got a plan B, so mm. I've got my finance and accounting there, but I don't really yeah. want to be an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to be an accountant yet. Well, not yet, but you know, it's my plan B. Like I want to. I feel like I'm bigger. Not to this the nine to five, but I feel like I'm bigger than a nine to five. Mm -hmm. I can I can do more stuff with my with my like my life right now. And I feel I I, I hear you when like I, not me personally, but some people will feel like their soul can't be contained in routine. Yeah. So it's like you, when you feel like you've got a purpose, so you've got a mission. Sometimes, mm -hmm. like, and it's to me, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with working a nine to five. Like I've worked bloody twenty four hour weird like night shift. I've done like all sorts. Like yeah. because to me, it's humbling. Like when you work in a role. Um, and then you build yourself up into maybe higher positions or a mm -hmm. new company. That can be a beautiful journey. But then there's always, I say to people, if you've got any aspirations or any sideline, like just never neglect that internal. It's true. Because, you know, I, I can make someone happy all day and I can try to be correct for you. But eventually there'll be someone who could be more correct than I. And, and I'm in this situation where it's mm -hmm. like, I gave my whole life to you and I left yeah. my dreams behind. It's like, <laughs> that, that's the sort of, that's what could happen. So I'm just always I a agree. bit like aware that, you know, give your rule to work, but at the same time, like you owe it to yourself first and foremost to try and fulfill a dream. And if that, if you, if there's nothing you want to do in the sideline, there's no qualms with that. Go yeah, to work as true, well. True. Like, Loads of people at my workplace, you know, my previous workplace, you know, they always, they all know, know that Fatima's like the superstar, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but they will also say, oh, what if it doesn't work out? And I'm nah, like, see, that's nah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Get, what get. if what if Sally, this didn't work out? Sally, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> Sally, <laughs> listen, I know for like not to be big headed, yeah. but I know if I with my work ethic, yeah, I know yeah, it's going to go. Happen. Yeah, yeah, and so you know what? People, th people say it like with stuff like this, you being like a celebrity or superstar or whatever you want to be, like, but they don't say it with nine to five. They no, don't but say, people say people say, uh, but when if it don't work out because of either out of fear, like they're, they're projecting their internal fears. Yeah. And it's sometimes from a place of, I wish when I was like 21 yeah. that I had as much like ambition or motivation to do it. And that's not saying everyone does, but sometimes it's like, what if it don't work out? Because they're the small part in them's like, oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bit this person's doing it things it annoys me because I have I have no fears in anything now I've done well everything that I was scared of in secondary school I've done most things that I would be so scared of doing you know anything that you want to give to me I'll throw it twice as hard you Jeez. know yeah 
you have fears, but you just face them head on. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I face my fears. That's the right wording Way for it, it. Yeah, yeah. And that every time you think that something should scare you, just jump in and try. Yeah, and if, try if it. it scares me, let me let me try it. Let me live in scare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so much. You, you were saying, yeah, just that, to kind of like wrap it up. What is what is an ideal situation for you? If you could shout it out into the world right now. What would you want and what can you pro- like project in five years? What would you want? In five years time. For Not even me, five years. What do you want next year? What do you want next month? Like say it now. This is this is I a think, magical I think, microphone. I, think, I feel like, okay, in five years time, I hopefully would change people's perceptions slowly and not even slowly hopefully change people's perceptions of people with visible differences and at least be talking to people in big stages you know before that i I do want to talk to kids at school for sure like i want to be giving speeches bring awareness from a younger age bring awareness from a younger age so that they can have more awareness and more understanding of people who are different i guess that will make the world a bit more of a empathetic place if a kid were to listen to my story from a younger age they can look at other people and think that's a person (laughs) there you know because sometimes people forget that i'm a person who has feelings and i'm not any like i might be shorter physically but mentally i'm not any different you know even if even if i'm mentally different then you shouldn't treat me any differently so um yeah hopefully i'll be talking to different people hopefully i'll have books out because i do want to write a book like, i'm dyslexic but you know i want to show people that dyslexic people can write books and yeah. dyslexic you people can, can, can be an author book and someone else could write it for you as well there's, yeah. there's there's ways around it. yeah there's different ways around it and hopefully i want to have my own tv show one day yeah because i feel like my personality is quite big you hey, know? hey yeah. if you need someone to just hop on quickly like yeah, like, yeah like, i'll call you yeah. first i'll call you mine might I'll not be, like, be that big but yeah i'm I'm sure i can hold a little something don't worry about that Uh, um what else is there um obviously i want to be in like different music videos dancing because i love dancing i used to do dancing when i was younger but from that from the age of five to eleven i used mm. to do ballet tap modern jazz break dancing Mm. i did all sorts so i hopefully i can do that in the future Mm. as well um there's yeah. loads more. And for a major brand to reach out because you have a top class model right here. So come and get fats. Yeah. <laughs> but final, final, final question. What would be a motivational f- sentence you might have given to your younger self now? Um, do not listen to anyone's opinions at all. Like believe in yourself 100%. Whatever you think you can do you can do just don't listen to people's fears like about you and just believe in yourself 100 percent. hey fats you are so sick and i'm so glad that i managed to get you on peace of no mind man my pleasure no it's, it's, it's my, my pleasure. pleasure like or joint yeah now that sounds a bit off key it's like joint pleasure <laughs> <laughs> um just give us your socials as we wrap up so my socials if you didn't get it earlier my socials are if you want to get my instagram my instagram is fats timbo f-a-t-s-t-i-m-b-o and snapchat is fatima timbo nine the f-a-t-i-m-a-t-i-m-b-o number nine and with that being said peace out guys it's been a pleasure peace Peace. out guys